Blockchain, crypto, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse, Web3 is literally eating the world and community builders are the new leaders. Hi everyone, I'm Bilal El Alami, co-founder of Paris Lab, a startup studio fully dedicated to Web3 startups. In Pirates Land, I'll give the mic to Web3 builders, founders, and investors so that we can deep dive with them into what is truly about Web3 entrepreneurship. No conventional bullshit, only creativity, rebellion, and community-driven insights. All right. Hello there. Welcome, everyone, to this new podcast. Uh, today, I am super, super proud to have Laszlo Zabo with me. Uh, Laszlo is probably my oldest friend <laughs> in Web3. Now we're just friends, but <laughs> still my oldest friend in Web3. I think in this podcast we can tell the story about that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. please do. Um, Laszlo Zabo is the co-founder and CEO of um, Kiln Finance, and he's going to tell us a little bit more. But before we dive into, into Kiln, uh, Laszlo, can you please introduce yourself? Tell us where did you grow up? Yep, so I, yeah, I grew up in Paris. Um, uh, come from um, an entrepreneurial family, um, then launched my first company in Marseille in 2015, and, and launched my first company in crypto in 2018 uh, when, when we met in, at Station F. So you grew up in Marseille? Yep. No, no, no. So I, I grew up in Paris. Okay. But because I had family in Marseille, okay. um, I would go in the south every month, uh, nice. a year. Sorry, I would go um, a month, a year, every year. And, and then I, I launched a company in 2015 with friends of mine in Marseille. What was that about? Um, so we were um, launching a tech recruitment company. Okay. We'd uh, hire engineers for other startups um, for them to, to scale. Um, so that's also kind of my expertise is just to have the best engineers out there. Okay. So you can build great products. Like sourcing talents. So it's sourcing talents, yeah. yeah. And. Um, Tell us a little, a little bit more about your, your, your journey. Uh, how did Kiln.Finance evolve throughout since 2018? Right. Yeah, I mean, um, when we met, um, I just wanted to be in crypto. I've, I've heard about um, Bitcoin in 2014 because at the time I was doing a hospitality school, so nothing related to tech or crypto. And I met a guy called um, Adam Treadman. He, he launched at the time one of the largest Bitcoin wallets. It's called BRD uh, Wallet. But, you know, I was in Tokyo and in a nightclub and I met this guy and he explained to me about Bitcoin. I was like, what the fuck is this, right? It's like, <laughs> the, <clears throat> this guy is a scam. Um, maybe maybe I, I shouldn't listen to him. And I, and I kind of did. So I, I, I bought my first Bitcoin. And, and then I discovered uh, Ethereum in 2016 because I had a friend uh, working at Consensus, which was the, the largest company building on Ethereum at the time, and and I was like, wow, this is this is really exciting. So I invested in Ethereum as well. Um, then the price exploded in 2017. That was the the ICO period, the ICO boom, and and I was back in Marseille building my tech recruitment company. So at the time, I was like, okay, um, recruitment is great, but if you want to build a product, what would be the technology or the the, the space, the industry you would like to be in? And crypto was like. Um, or blockchain, crypto, I mean, as, as you would say uh, back then, was so exciting. So, um, so that's when I decided to, um, to join the space full-time because I came from the HR background, uh, recruitments. I was trying to mix um, blockchain and Ethereum with, um, with recruitment, with HR. 
So I was like, let's validate that you uh, have been to ESCP, for example, or that you worked for Accenture, um, decentralized identity um, in, in the professional space, decentralized CV, if you will. So I explained that to, um, to, um, to Pôle emploi, uh, you know, for French people. Um, and, you know, they, did, they didn't get it. <laughs> you know, a, a wallet on a therm where you would um, validate your background, like, you know, it was maybe a bit early in 2018. What was Web3, right? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Um, and so we pivoted as like many companies uh, back then in the space. Um, yeah, and we did then, um, I want, I think we did some proof of concept for other um, groups, uh, large startups, so even uh, large groups in France, um, security token, uh, you came from this background, supply chain, and at some point I was like, okay, if you want to do a product in, in, in blockchains, um, you maybe just need to start with the infrastructure layer, because all these proof of concept, they wouldn't scale, right? Um, it was much easier to use a centralized databases in 2018-19 than uses blockchain. And one of the reasons is that the infrastructure layer was, was not even there. Um, so that's what we launched um, in 2019. It was like a, a node as a service uh, platform because for those who would know, um, nodes are actually the gateway uh, for you to access blockchains. Uh, so yeah. All right, super interesting. So uh, node as a service uh, for Kingdom Finance. Um, before we dive again in, 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 in Kiel, um, you mentioned your, your parents that are entrepreneurs. Um, yeah. Do you think they were your first mentors? Uh, and who else kind of uh, um, paved the, your, your, your entrepreneurial spirit? Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> my father is an entrepreneur, so he kind of like taught me... Um, you can you can have bad grades at school, but uh, if if you still success your company, um, you know it's going to be alright. Uh, which actually I did. I had very bad grades, but uh, now it's it's been okay. Um, and you know my grandfather was really successful um, entrepreneur. Um, obviously, that was with the great values. So that was a good mentor. And then I guess when I uh, arrived, I mean I, I went back to Paris from Marseille in 2018, just like seeing so many other entrepreneurs around me uh, in crypto. Um, you, um, Antoine Scalia from Crypto, um, the Atka boys um, that, that's, uh, that of course you know, and, and the others, right? Just being at the same place at Station F with all these other entrepreneurs in crypto uh, made me uh, feel better um, and kind of like taught me a lot of things. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um... <coughs> Yeah, I remember that time. I mean, okay, we can tell the story now. <laughs> so basically, I was introduced um, to Laszlo uh, through a common friend of, of, his, uh, of his sister. And uh, we met, uh, I don't know, early 2018 or summer 2018. And um, I was still working as a consultant. He was like just beginning at Station F with, with the crew. And, um, and he was basically the first guy I ever pitched. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and looking back at it, um, it's a lot of nostalgia because um, we clearly didn't know what we were saying <laughs> or doing. <laughs> I remember even one time Lasco arrived at Station Wave and he's like, "Dude, we fucked up. We put the private key in, in the smart contract." <laughs> you remember this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. 
<laughs> so it was pretty fun, and, and ever since we 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 became friends. <laughs> that was, I mean, um, I remember seeing you. So we were at the cafe at Station F, and you would pitch me. Um, um, you would pitch me Equisafe uh, back then, and I didn't know well what security token was about. So. Frankly, your pitch was like terrible. It's like so fucking complicated. I, I couldn't understand the fucking shit. But I was like, okay, but this seems smart. This guy has so much energy. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll do it. I'm sure, we'll make it. And and you did. Thanks, man. Um, let's get back to Kim. Um, so tell us a little bit more about your your positioning in in, in the space side. I understood you have kind of a B two B two C approach. <clears throat> Yeah, so first, <clears throat> we are right now, at least, um, a B2B company in staking, right? Um, we, we provide staking products, um, even aggregation product, I will come back to it, to institutions. Um, and there's, there's two kinds of, um, first of all, what, what is staking, right? Staking is, is the safest yield in crypto right now on all the proof-of-stake network. It's also um, a much better way, much more efficient much more secure way to validate transactions on blockchains compared to proof-of-work. Um, Bitcoin was proof-of-work, Ethereum was proof-of-work, um, and Ethereum moved from proof-of-work to proof-of-stake just because it's a better way, um, much more efficient way to validate transaction. So by validating this transaction, by uh, bonding, by staking your assets, ETH, Solana, Polkadot, and so forth, you are able to uh, get a reward um, in exchange. So that's what we offer to exchanges, custodians, and wallets so that themselves they can offer that to their users. So, for example, we work with Binance. Um, we will deploy the infrastructure for, for Binance to offer staking to their users. Someone on the Binance dashboard just click, stake in the back end. It's our validators, it's our APIs, it's our connections to custodians and so forth. And um, the Binance user will start to earn ETH or Solana via, the, via uh, staking, basically. Uh, and we do that with, with Ledger on, on the hardware uh, wallet category. We work also with Ledger Enterprise or even BitGo, other large custodians. These are B2B2B. Ledger is, um, uh, is more B2B2C. Um, uh, BitGo is more B2B2B. So we, we do everything uh, um, Institutional, but at the end of the channel, it could be you, me, retails, or uh, institutions. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of our customers and how we operate. And then <clears throat> we run validators because to stake and validate transaction, you have to run validators. But that's only one fourth of our product. We have what we call aggregation layers, right? So today, all the the institutions to secure uh, crypto. Um, they use custodians, right? So BitGo, Fiveblocks, Copper, Anchorage, Paxos, um, Ledger Enterprise. Some of you might know, not know these companies, but that actually they are the new um, decentralized bank, if you will, uh, of crypto, depending obviously on the technology. Um, so we integrate to <clears throat> these custodians so that <clears throat> these institutions can stake securely, um, have the right data, it's really complex to get the correct data in staking, um, and we, we offer that to our to our users. So that means like when you are on Binance, you stake um, to show you how much you're earning of ETH or Solana every block, because staking is a yield that you earn every block. 
um, it's really complex. So <clears throat> we connect to custodians, show the right data on 10 or 15 different protocols. Um, and it's validator agnostic. So we have our own validator, but some of our customers using one or two or three uh, uh, staking provider or validator, if you will. And our aggregation stack basically help them um, to work with other providers easily. Um, okay, so that's what we do, yeah. Um, and we, we do the same on Ethereum. We have a product called OnChain. Um, it's quite complex to stake on ETH. <clears throat> Only batches of 32 ETH. Um, not any amount. Um, the, the, I mean, uh, the rewards go 100% um, to one wallet. We, we, we make that um, super easy to stake any amount to dispatch the, the commission um, so that a ledger or, or us or the customer can, can take a commission on the yield of uh, staking. I hope I didn't you lose no. you anyway. No, 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 absolutely not. And um, how, how far did you go? Uh, can you share some, some KPIs about the company? Yeah, of course. Um, so right now we are the largest institutional uh, staking company um, in Europe. Nice. Um, we have around $600 million uh, worth of AUM asset on the management. I think we'll, we'll pass uh, $1 billion, um, in the next uh, few weeks because we, we, we're deploying uh, some of very large customers uh, as I speak. Um, last year we were at 1.2 billion, um, and the goal is to is to be the um, the largest um, yield company, not only staking, because we think um, we could we could also provide some some DeFi products um, to our customers in the future. Um, but to be the largest yield company in the world, um, maybe in, in two three years, um, and <clears throat> we are what th uh, 40 people um, across five countries. Right now, only in Europe, we'll, we'll be in the US as well, uh, end of the year. And yeah, I guess that's it. Mm, amazing, uh, really impressive. Um, <clears throat> would you say that, that you have uh, a, a community? Yeah, um, so for example, in uh, end of March, there's Paris Blockchain Week, okay. and we, are, we have two types of communities, right? Um, or three types, let's say. Um, or three types of categories in our communities. We have the integrators, so the wallets, the custodians, the exchanges, right? Um, we work with some of the, the institutions on top of the stack, um, crypto funds, uh, crypto edge funds, but they, they usually use an exchange or a custodian or wallet. So we prefer to work directly with, with these guys and, and to work indirectly with the top of funnel. So that's one, integrators. Then we have the node operators, right? Because we work with some of our competitors on the node operator side. And the last part is obviously the protocols. Um, we have to work with Tezos Foundation. We have to work with SWE Foundation or Aptos to uh, deploy um, their protocol and make it better. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you can you can you share some? Um, Some hints on how did you how did you grow so fast? Um, who were your your <clears throat> the main people who helped you um, among your investors, for example? Or <clears throat> yeah, I mean, first of all, I don't think I grew really fast, right? It's been five years I'm in the yeah. space. Um, it was really hard for for both of us. <laughs> 2018, 2019, 2020. Um, that was super super hard. So I I just like. Um, like to give some hope to um, some of other um, Web3 entrepreneurs. We are in beer markets. Um, don't, <clears throat> don't be depressed. 
um, don't stop overnight to uh, work on ChatGPT. Um, you know, just <laughs> keep. We've been there. <laughs> we've we've been there. Keep, keep going. Web three is going to be a thing. Crypto is going to be a thing. No worries. Um, just be bullish. Um, so that's 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 first. Second, obviously, I guess at some point you try so many things. Um, at some points you have to you have to succeed, right? You have to to find the right product for. Um, for the right <clears throat> customers in the space. Um, so that's what we did. We iterated so many times on so many different products and at some point we found our, our market, uh, the product market fit. And, and then just the network. Um, I think the, either learning from others um, uh, or I think, yeah, I just did a PhD and an MBA at the same time <laughs> for five years, right? Um, <laughs> just learning about all of, all of the people. So, and even now, like, I know a lot of people on, on, on the integrator part, on the validator part, and on the, net, the, the protocol part. Uh, just because we've been in the space together for so, so long, trying to network, trying to meet people, trying to understand what they do, ask questions. Um, so yeah, you know, having a great network and uh, being uh, open to discussion is, uh, is I think, uh, crucial in the space. Um, you, you recently announced a 17 million fundraising. Um, what are what is going to be the use of the funds, and uh, can you describe your fundraising experience? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we we raised uh, at the beginning of uh, of the year, um, so <clears throat> was we couldn't raise. I knew two thousand um, twenty, like twenty twenty two was was going to be uh, bloody. Um, I mean, if you are if you've seen a, a beer market, if you've seen one or two beer market, like you knew that was coming for sure. Um, but we couldn't raise in December uh, because I remember having discussion. Oh, we should raise now, blah blah blah. But we didn't have the products. We don't have like the the exact message to send to investors to to raise a ton of money, um, or at least you know at the appropriate valuation. Then we we kind of launched um, the raise before summer, and I was like going to conferences, and at some point I was like, okay, um, I was go about to go to Austin with my team. I said, no, no, let's go back in Paris. And let's get this shit done, right? Because that's that's really bloody. You've seen interest rate increasing, and um, so then just you know, I, I stay here in the office, and for a month and a half, just did this full time, um, uh, seven days a week, fifteen hours a day, um, and I spoke I spoke to maybe one hundred fifty investors, so like across all all all, <laughs> the, all, all region in the world, classic. Um, uh, Europe, US, uh, Asia, um, yeah, and at some point we we kind of like had a lead, the right one. Um, we had different different options, but like we had one lead, the right one, and then a lot of our partners, right? Um, Consensus is is part of the round. Kraken is part of the round. Uh, GSR, XBTO, the one that knows the these these market makers. Um, we uh, actually Fidelity Investments. And who led your your fundraising? Illuminate Financial. Tell us more about those. Yep. So they are a, a fintech VC, but they invested, um, I mean, the way I see um, crypto VCs, right? Um, I think there's, there's different categories in crypto today. Um, someone that is doing NFT or play and earn or B2B crypto or even DeFi, these are not the same uh, investors forcibly, right? Or they, they don't have the same thesis in crypto. Um, and Illuminate just had a very good thesis on B2B crypto, everything infrastructure, everything um, B2B SaaS in crypto, five blocks, Chennai's, these guys. And they invest in, in 10 different companies. They invest in fintech companies, but they also invest in 10 different 
B2B crypto SaaS companies, such as um, Talos, or such as Notabene, or such as um, Tesseract. So it was quite evident that they, they really knew how to do introductions to other <clears throat> B2B companies that we could work or partner with, um, how they could structure the right board and so forth. Um, so yeah, and they are, <clears throat> they are in London, they are in New York, <clears throat> because we, we will move um, in New York before the end of the year, having someone at the board that is in the US explaining us the US market, which is still the largest crypto market today in the world, um, was yeah crucial. So yeah, we were super happy to have them. Super, super interesting. Thanks for, for sharing. Uh, let's get back to you now. <laughs> um, I'd like to explore more of uh, your, your founder's uh, um, path, okay? Mm -hmm. um, what did you find hard as a Web3 founder? Uh, maybe during the three first years that uh, where we <laughs> went through the desert. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> I guess there's so many things, right? But um, if you want to uh, summarize them first, it's finding a market. In bar beer markets, it's complicated because <clears throat> nobody has money. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, you said? A lot of defiance. A lot of defiance. Um, and you, you're just wondering, like, what should I do? Um, is it still a market? Um, is it still going to work one day? But actually, <clears throat> it's also the best time to get the, the attention of these customers, these potential cost <clears throat> customers that <clears throat> will, will use your product because they, they are not distracted, right? In bull market, everything goes well, so you, you also have a lot of noise. People are, are really distracted, um, and it's, uh, it's not really good for your product market fit, I think. Um, bear market are much harder, but they are much better for UPMF. Um, that's one. Second, obviously, it's money, right? Um, first is like, right vision, right product PMF, then it's money. Like, do people invest in you in bear market? No. Uh, at least, 2018-2019 was even worse than now because now you have a lot of VCs in crypto that even raise a lot of funds during bull market and they have still have to deploy these funds. Um, back then, remember, like that was a fucking nightmare. Like you would come to a VC in in Paris and you know they would say, um, no, no, but blockchain that's never gonna work. Like, <laughs> no, why why are you even still working on blockchain? But they know? were still getting pitched, <laughs> and then they were like, no. <laughs> exactly right. So yes, this yeah. Um, NFTs, what was NFTs in 2018 or um, so that was hard. I remember that was super, super, super hard. And then in bear market, also, it was also hard to, I don't know if you remember that, but to motivate some of your team members. I remember we had um, 12 developers working on a project and overnight I had three of them or four because all the others were like, no, no, blockchain is never going to work. I want to work on, in AI or I want to work in yeah. something that fucking worked, right? It's like, um, and so I guess that's, that was uh, complicated. Um, it's hard to keep the people, yeah. But once you have passed through a beer or, or once you just let tell you that it's going to be, uh, it's going to be better in, in one year or one year and a half, uh, you just keep going, I guess. Yeah, you need to have like a, this naive confidence. Right. Keep, keep walking, keep pushing. Um, what would you recommend as a, as a good source of information, uh, both for entrepreneurs or to discover Web3? Um, is there some newsletter you follow, some special, special podcast yeah, you listen? Yeah, I mean, um, one of the OG podcasts, um, actually, you know, I'm pretty sure you know Sebastian Couture, right? Yeah. 
um, he's a French guy. Um, his podcast is called Epicenter.tv, um, Epicenter. Um, that's really great. Um, he was actually yesterday in the office. And it, he, he, yeah, there's a lot of good, very good content from uh, Web3 founders uh, there. Um, second is like, I'm, I'm a Ethereum maximalist, so Bankless. Is a very good one. Yeah. Um, if you like Ethereum, if you don't like Ethereum, don't listen okay. to Bankless. And then, um, yeah, I guess the latest book of Vitalik is quite good. Um, history of proof of stake or something like that. Um, that's good. And then, um, Anderson Overitz, S16D Crypto School, um, Glossary, Crypto Glossary. There's a lot of good content there. And, um, and the blockchain business school, have you heard about that? That's a, <laughs> a thing, and I think that's, a, that's yeah, the next big thing. A couple, a couple right. of days ago. <laughs> yeah, thanks, bro. Um, what are your daily routines? <clears throat> Do you still come to the office uh, by bike or? No, I, no, because now I'm living just very close to the ah, office, okay, right? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you finally moved. <laughs> yeah, usually it's the, for those like, it's the, it's the, the main reason for uh, office location is where the CEO lives. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I live very close to the office, but um, I meditate every day. Okay. Um, keeps you... How long, uh, when, at night, in the morning? It could be, it's usually every morning for sure, but it could be like two times a day if, if I, you know, I had like, um, big deal, or um, uh, you know, entrepreneurship is like a roller coaster. So if if you have a bad day and you, and you're still uh, thinking and you you cannot go basically to sleep, you have too many ideas in your head. Just meditate, and it keeps um, it helps me to sleep, I guess. Um, yeah, a bit of sports. I should do more sports and just traveling. Right, I, I was we were working as like dogs for the past um, three four years. Now I told myself this year because like okay now the company grew I have many people you know on. Told uh, myself the same. <laughs> is what I told myself the same. Yeah man, let's said, let's, let's travel take right. Some holidays. <laughs> let's take some holidays. I'm going to to Brazil uh, in Carnival maybe with you I don't know, but um, yeah it's it's good to work but it's also good uh, to uh, to rest sometimes. But let's get back to all your daily routines. What, what's yeah, your yeah. daily routines except meditating? So meditating, um, I would um, listen to podcasts as well um, in the morning and at night I will read uh, more and more um, for several reasons. First of all, I need to uh, like 30 minutes or an hour to get back or get out of my computer to sleep better. And also it you know, helps me um, think about other things, uh, dream. The fact of reading a book uh, helps me dream better. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I haven't been I, dreaming for the past like two or three years. Man, my me too, right? And I, I started back reading like in six, eight months, and, you know, and, and suddenly I was again. like, sorry. And now you dream again. And I dream again. Oh my god, I'm you know, read. <laughs> I dream about like so many good things. Um, uh, the blockchain business school and <laughs> stuff is there. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, who are the main people you follow on Twitter? Um, Georgios uh, Paradigm. Okay. Uh, uh, you should definitely all the Paradigm guys. They're really good. They, it's not only Ethereum. It's like multi chains. It's really technical, I have to say. But they have obviously Vitalik. Um, still, still good to follow. Um, uh, you know, he's a good writer as well. Um, I'd love uh, Michael. I mean, in the B two B space, uh, 
all the CEO of, of the large custodians, Michael Shulov, um, Dimitri at Copper, these guys. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, we asked so, Bilal, <laughs> Alalami. <laughs> um, how, how would you describe your work-life balance? Frankly, like it was, it was uh, terrible for quite for quite a long time. Um, but I'm I'm starting to work on it. I'm starting to work on it um, now. I, I, for example, there's a rule I, I don't. Uh, I, I try to follow as I don't. Um, I left the office at uh, 7:38 or 8:30 maximum. Doesn't mean that I'm not working when I'm home. But it means like um, I can do other things at home. Right? I can I can maybe plan my vacation or. Um, Think I should buy a new apartment or stuff like that. So I don't I don't work all the time. Whereas like before, frankly, I was I was um, in the office until uh, midnight or or you know one o'clock. Um, never, <laughs> and never stopping. Yeah, yeah. Because you think uh, as an entrepreneur, you think you know why take vacations? Um, I should. My only goal is to get my company to success. So everything that I should do when I just uh, wake up is is actually about or around that. But sometimes it just becomes counterproductive. Um, so yeah. Um, you just talked about success. How how would you describe success? Oh man, that's hard. Um, I don't know. I guess um, first, you know, being being close to your friends, family, uh, being respected by them and um, and loved, and and then I don't know professionally. I guess. Um, I mean, I I, I, um, I like to be impactful, right? Um, I like to do cool things, um, be impactful in some ways. That's why I think staking and, and crypto yield is, is a good way to be impactful in, in so many ways. But there's other other ideas I might, I might launch in the future, um, such as you, right? You launch many ideas in, in the crypto space. Maybe you, you would be uh, you would be doing other things in, in other industry in the future. So I guess, yeah, just impact. Um, um, so my way of thinking how to be in fact impactful, for example, is like, okay, if you want to do one thing in one category of, of uh, in crypto, um, just be the first, right? Uh, that's, that's a good way to be impactful. But then, yeah, there might be other ways to be successful or you, or you could be even impactful in your uh, community or in your um, space. You don't have to be, you know, the, um, the worldwide leader. Um, but I don't know. But when when you have been kind of a competitor, when you did sport, you were you were a kid. Just like being the first, is is this challenge is also very exciting. Um, so I guess yeah, that's how I would define success. All right, I think we've uh, we've rolled it out, man. Thank you. Cheers, man. Very much for your welcome in, in, in this magnificent office where we kind of all started. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, bro. It was good to have you. <clears throat> Cheers. And subscribe to our um, podcasts um, and. Um, um, talk to you very soon. <laughs>